Jimmy from Franklin, Louisiana asks, now that you are on All Stars, what do you feel you've learned during your time away and how have you evolved as a drag queen? You know, in the last four years, I feel that I've had so much growth as a person. After my mother passed away in 09, my entire life changed and so many of the things that I thought that were important to me are no longer that. I'm a much calmer, subtle, subdued person and personality. I don't take for granted many of the things that I took for granted before. When I was on season one, I looked at it as, well, of course I deserve to be here. Why shouldn't I be here? Now, being a part of All Stars, I think all of us are obviously very deserving to be here, and I look at it as a privilege and as an earned right, essentially. Shut the fuck up. Can I get a meow? Hashtagged. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, the being subtle. Oh, man. Chanel. There she goes. That's not. She said that. She did. Uh, that's not the word I would use to describe Chanel. Uh, not not now, not then, not ever. Um, not always. Uh, but I'm glad she feels that way. Yeah. You know, uh, we were talking last episode about um, has Chanel changed? Yeah. Like, what's going on with Chanel? What's going on with Chanel? Um, and I think, again, it's very hard for a tiger to change their stripes. I mean, eventually right. it comes out. This this speech reminded me very much of when Raven in season two was speaking. Oh, right, right, right. That, and that she's uh, she was going on and untalked about how she's... Um, Oh yeah, well, she, well she's she's humble, right? Maybe that's yeah, right. She's, she's humble. She's yeah, talented. Mm-hmm. She's creative. She's mm-hmm. humble. Right. And it, I mean, the producers had a field day with this. Sure, sure. But it's that thing of like, if you've if you've got to announce it to the world, then then it's not coming through on its own. You know. And I wrote this note down when I was listening to the speech because Chanel as. Boy Chanel. Mm-hmm. Do you know Chanel's first Oh, name? I, <clears throat> I can't remember Chanel's. Oh, um, Brian. Brian. Yeah. Perhaps Brian is calm and collected and cool mm-hmm. um, and subtle. And maybe when Brian's not on TV. Yeah. I was just like, maybe. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, maybe sure. it's a drag competition mm-hmm. and it's like, well, I'm just going to be extra. Yeah. But it's very... I, I would have to be convinced... With a lot of receipts. Yeah. That Brian isn't, you know. Isn't also a little extra. Like, I feel like when they he was choreographing the group number. Yeah. Uh, what did what did he call himself? Intense? Oh, is that what you call? You, right, right. You called it that. Right, right. Um, he, I was like, no, no, this is who you are. Right. You are, you have visions, you have ideas, mm-hmm. and you want them to you know, to be the forefront, you want to take control. Right. Well, it's funny you mention that because it's something that I've been thinking a lot about, um, you know, because I'm going to be 33 at the end of the month. And while I don't really care. Old. Old bitch. Um, and I, I don't really care one way or the other. It's certainly not an age thing. The number means nothing to me. Um, like, it doesn't feel significant. Um, I've def- You're a child. I'm a child. <laughs> I still look like a child. Um, but when I think about, like, where I am now, there, there are certain things... I feel like I went through so much of my 20s and like certainly like, you know, the last couple of years of my life, like assessing all the things I think I need to change or fix or improve um, or, oh, there's this thing about me that I'm always doing this and I need to change that. Reflection. Yeah. Like a lot of it was brought brought to the surface, like living in Sacramento and being kind of like, you know, 
a very, you know, East Coast, New Jersey, New York energy living in Sacramento and thinking, oh, like, I just don't feel like I fit in here because I'm too this. And mm. it's like, well, you're not too that in New York. You fit in just fine. This is just who you are. Okay. And I feel like that's one example of a lot of things where I'm just like, no, maybe I don't need to change that. Maybe that's just who I am. And that's just what I bring to the table. And that's just going to have to be okay with me and the rest of the world. Right. And I feel like maybe Chanel or Brian is like, yep, this is who I am. Yeah. Love me. Yeah. And love that, me. Yeah. And that, or and, don't love me. Or don't. But like, this is who I am. I'm I'm certainly interested in changing it. Right. And, you know, I, it, it's it's the privilege for Brian of being 50 years old, you know. Sure. 50. <laughs> <laughs> She's 50. Um, yeah. I don't even, I guess Brian's, I don't know how old he was in uh, during All Stars. 40s? No. Late 30s? Chanel was probably late 30s. Because yeah. Chad was 40s. Chad was 40s. I think Chad was like 40 during season four. So he's probably like 41, 42 okay, at this right, point. Right, 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 right. Um, but yeah, and, and I think Chanel's probably, I don't know, 39, you know, forever 39, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I kind of feel like as much as I, I've been kind of on Chanel, you know, all this season and season one about being so extra, I also see the perspective of like, bitch, do you. Do you yeah. and find people who do you and don't make me watch it. Don't make me watch it for uh, yeah, like and stop choreographing things breathlessly. You know, <laughs> I took the note all during that breathless um, choreography on the runway moment. I just called it breathless baloney. <laughs> breathless baloney. Breathless baloney. <laughs> that that was Chanel. Breathless heaving breaths. Heaving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, well done, Colin. Thanks, well done. Thanks, yeah. yeah, I um it's interesting because Chanel and Chad, you know, they they obviously win this episode again. Yeah, again. And yeah. Chanel isn't um she's not lacking in mm -hmm. her drag. Like it's right. not like she's doing a, a piss poor job. No, not necessarily. But um yeah, it, it's interesting how they they Continue to kind of drag her, the producers. Right. And you're like, oh, okay, so like you're definitely not going to win. Yeah, well, and if you watch it, you realize that. Does Chanel know she's not going to win? Right. Like, she must know. Because I feel like the producers and the editors know that while we're watching this, we're like, what is Chanel doing? Get Like, she's ridiculous. And they're like, yeah, no, we know. We know. Watch. Look at her go on and on. We're going right, to make fun right, of her talking right, too right. much. We're going to make her spin round and round yeah. and round on the runway. Right. Yeah. Don't worry. We're going to make a fool of her. Yeah. We know. <laughs> You and I both know. Don't worry. That, Don't worry. Yeah. I'm going to get her. We're going to get her. <laughs> Chanel gets no slack from us. We're going to keep her as long as possible, yeah, just so you know. <laughs> right, right, right. That she is terrible. She's terrible. She's ridiculous. Yeah. She hasn't changed. She hasn't changed. But we'll give it to her. Yeah. She looks dumb. She feels stupid. <laughs> uh, no, and all, in, in, in all, you know. For all truths, yeah, uh, you know she. It's not like she's doing terribly. No, Chanel is just very. It, it's because I enjoy her in some moments. Like I right. really do, and I also love her drag. And I told I've 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 been a, uh, I've said this from the beginning. When I first watched season one, I loved Chanel, and I was like, mm -hmm. "Why did Chanel go home?" And yeah. Rebecca Glasscock stay. Yeah, and you know, in this episode, we find out that actually Chanel chose to go home. She, well, she so. chose. I was like, "Revisionist <laughs> history." Under rug sweat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't hold this grudge. I was like, what are you talking about? You chose to go home. She's washed her hands clean of <laughs> this. this <laughs> but you know what? You and I were sitting in the front row and we saw what really went down. <laughs> 
I'm sorry, Mary. Such nerds. We're sorry. Such fucking this nerds. Any Atlantis fans understand, and they're hopefully laughing with right? us. But this is one of those things where it's like, I'm not going to change this about myself at this point. Yep, I can nerd out on Atlantis Morissette yeah, song titles. <laughs> yeah, unabashedly. <laughs> Unabashed, <laughs> unabashedly bawling your eyes unabashedly out. Unabashedly bawling your eyes out. <laughs> Thank you, India. Farah. Paramount. Paramount. We have gone completely. The train is in the is in the river at this point. It's okay. Sorry, Marys. So Sorry. you know, with that said, uh, we're going to move right on to this episode. Why don't we tell our Marys what they thought they were listening? What to? they thought they were listening to was another episode of All Right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Uh, which is our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little beady beady TV show. I'm Johnny, and Ella is back from his vacation. He's he back in his conductor, excuse me, executive producer's chair. Yes, his yes. kitnip box, his, if you will. His kitnip, his kitnip boat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, this is Colin, obviously, and we are getting to the home stretch of our All Stars One recap. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, I well, you know what? You know, you know why I'm excited that it's ending. It's Mm. Not that I'm excited that it's ending, but mm. more so w- when it ends, All Stars 3 is going to start. We only have good things to look forward to. 12 more days, man. Yeah. And before that, we have a collaboration episode with our squirrel friends. Collab. Our collab, which mm. we've been plotting out. I'm super excited about it. I have already thought of a couple of drinks to serve. Fabulous. Uh, the shot that we will be having is called the Act One Gun. Uh <laughs> Just a little drop, a little Act One gun Just in there. Just a little Act One gun yeah, for, yeah, for the yeah, collab. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, a little, act, I, a little Act One G a gun. Yeah, a little beady beady. <laughs> a little beady beady. Um, I and I'm fairly certain actually that it's gonna drop on their feed, right? Yes, I think it's gonna be a Squirrel Friends episode. Yeah. 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 Um, but you know, we're just happy. We're to happy be there. to be guests. Yeah. 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 Um, and not have to, you know. Go all the way to Pittsburgh. Sure, though I have been wanting to. Pittsburgh is on my list of cities I want to know more about. So pin drop. Who? who Real? I mean, <laughs> I'm kidding. No, oof, no. I oof, <laughs> don't oof, tell Nick. Oof, um, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I, I, I would love to see Pittsburgh. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just don't have a car, and I, I don't really know what I would do there except mm-hmm. like go see all of the places that queerest folk thought it was at even though it was in canada right right because this is why i applied to university of pittsburgh i was like oh it's pretty gay there so i think i'll apply <laughs> um yeah i oh well yeah i know um and i got in but you know i was like at that point 179 sorry right. <laughs> blonde. um so uh okay so we we are at dynamic drag duos dynamic drag duos this is i you know because <clears throat> of course i've been listening to the squirrel friends recap sure this is the episode where they're just like the amanda amanda's like she was like i have no notes she was like it's oh it's really funny their recap of the episode is like an hour into the episode because they just like stall it out oh my God. and then they finally get into it and it's just like oh god let's just do this and it's really oh, good it's really but, funny but Elvira is in this episode. I know. I mean, I have, I, and I also love the other guests, Wendy, Wendy McLevin, Covey. Yeah, yeah, she is in Bridesmaids. She is. She steals the show. She's for me. great. I mean, yeah. obviously, Kristen Wiig is right, great, right, but. She steals the show. She does. She kind of, anything <clears throat> she's in, she kind of elevates the role. Yeah. She kind of does what like Allison Janney does. Okay. It's always like, oh, I just want to see I mean, you. I hate Allison Janney, so. What? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <sighs> Had it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Had it. Um, so, Laurie, should, should we get into it then? Yeah. Let, um, bitch, let's get into it. Bitch, let's get into um, it. You know, 
Who said white boys can't jump? Um, <laughs> you want you know, <laughs> to jump right no, there? I'm, not, I'm oh. skipping there. Um, so yeah, we had the final four. Yara left those pink sleeves. I don't even know. I, this I, the banter was so thin in this moment. Yeah, I don't. I, it was clear that the producers were like, "Talk about this." Here, talk, talk about, about these this. these water wings. Yeah, because yeah. they're like, "Tell us what to do. Tell us what to do." Right. They're like, "So we'll just say a bunch of things like final four, right. do or die now." Right. Can you believe it? Like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Like, oh my god. Oh, this is really stressful for us. And mm-hmm. then Chad's like, "Yeah, it's really stressful." And then Raven's like, "Why is it stressful for you? You guys have been winning." Right. Yeah. Like, what are you worried about? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, what I did love is when Rue comes in looking fabulous mm-hmm. in the black suit with the pink tie and mm-hmm. the cool shirt. This, of course, after the shemale message in which Chad responded, "Hi, Mama." And I was like, Just "Stop!" Oh, she I, can't so I hear blocked you. that out. It's a television. <laughs> so you must be one of those people that gets annoyed when someone claps after a movie. Yes. Oh, you. you I are. mean, I get, I get the need. I mean, I clapped after Jedi. No, I mean, I get that. I get the cathartic need to like get it out. Yeah. Um, but I just there's that moment of like, what are we doing here? Who are we clapping at? What what are we doing? You know? Well, it's because all of you liked it. Sure, and I that's where I understand it. But there's just that, weird and you moment. know. Adam Driver might be in the back. You never know. They <laughs> sneak in just to really see how the audience really feels. Yeah, about Daisy it. Ridley might be like just like hiding behind the curtain, right? Just eating some goobers <laughs> in the back row. Seven dollars for goobers. <laughs> um, yeah. So who knows? Who knows? Who, who knows? knows? Sure. Sure. Uh, yeah. I. Uh, so Rue comes in, right. Pink, pink tie, right, et cetera, right, and so right, forth. Right, 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 yeah. Right. And uh, oh, that's right, because we were talking about the clapping. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and introduces a mini challenge that I imagine you cringed so hard that you folded into a small ball. Yes. And rolled underneath your couch. I I definitely Sonic the Hedgehog across <laughs> my <laughs> room. Collected some coins along the way. Yeah, you got all the chaos diamonds. I got all the chaos diamonds. <laughs> I'm in monkey mode, baby. <laughs> So, um, oh, just God. like, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, <laughs> sorry guys. Sorry. Um, like making references. People don't know what we're talking about. So here's the thing. I loved this challenge. I mean, I don't hate it. it. I laughed my ass off. Actually. I was actually laughing. I was in a good mood. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it affects the way sure. that you're watching Jag Race. Sure. But I laughed my ass off when they had the whole slow-mo shot. Of them walking towards the court. Oh yeah, and you have uh, the the Harlot Globetrotters. Okay, yes, sure. And I wrote slow mo, slow no for Colin. Oh yeah, slow no, thank <laughs> you. Um, but I thought it was so funny with the spinning ball because obviously she's a juggler. Chanel's a juggler. And she right, could, she could do that. Chan- the whole Chanel. It was so over the top. The whole time, the the, the Peg Bundy on steroids. Oh, I loved it. Very I was accurate. laughing so hard. My favorite part. So I I do have a so when. When Chanel is taking that like climactic shot and the editing and the music all kind of get like slow down and it gets really dramatic. It's very TLC. Okay. Yeah. I took the note that it's um <clears throat> it's very freaky eaters. Megan tries something other than corn for the first time. It was very this inspirational moment of like, oh my God, she's going to do it. She's going to try something new. Freaky eaters? Free, you ever heard of freaky eaters? I don't know this reference. Oh, it's like, it's, it's about people who like, it's this guy who for the last like, 
10 years all he's eating is pizza or there's the woman who's just oh, all she dream. eats is what like a dream. i know and i'm like Why this stop apparently it's not good for yourself but uh yeah That's so it's fake news yeah so there's so the whole show is about like teaching them how to like get over their aversions to other foods oh, okay and then there's this inspirational moment where like you know brenda tries broccoli <laughs> for the first time porn. yeah okay. and so she approaches the plate with the broccoli and then goes oh my god like yeah, turns away <laughs> And then, oh like, and then, like, the TV therapist is like, okay, all right, you're, you're doing great. Just move towards it. Just <laughs> cut it, cut it. See see what happens, you know? And it's just, I can't, I can't do it. I can't, you know, so it's that. It's that kind of thing. Oh, wow. And so finally they over, you know, ultimately in the span of two days, they have this, like, 10-year aversion to anything other than potatoes. But in two days that these TV doctors have trained them to, like, open their mind up to Brussels sprouts and, right, you right. know, carrots and things right. like that. Oh, yeah. my God. So. Um, okay, so that was this moment So that's what this moment was, was Chanel was Megan trying something other than corn for the first time you know i got very all right mary about it you know i i saw this mini challenge is just like so meta oh can i also just say and then chanel missed the shot oh anyway, yeah sorry yeah. <laughs> that was the funniest part <laughs> then she didn't yeah so anyway fail, fail. <laughs> back to corn um so yeah, anyway right, sorry right, so you got right. all no, right mary no, so, about this. so i i found the challenge to be just so meta it was this very butch activity performed by men in drag mm -hmm. feminine boys Mm -hmm. Except for one top. Oh uh, yeah, you in know, case three we bottoms forgot. and one top. In case we forgot, um, playing yeah. basketball. Um, this idea also that like women can play basketball too. Right. Gays can play basketball too. Sure. That uh, so there's like all of that happening and being said through this mini challenge. Mm -hmm. And at the same time that this is like such a boys club activity. Yeah. Which was also a little obnoxious because mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, all these, you know, it's like, oh, okay, let's bring these boys onto the court. Right, right. But at the same time, I mean, they were in drag. I mean, mm -hmm. so it, it was like this, uh, one of those stacking dolls for me. Sure, the, like the was, Russian dolls. Yeah, yeah. I was just mm -hmm. like, okay, yeah. like, this is crazy. And, you know, they didn't look like... Um, they obviously they were in drag, yeah. Um, but it was a different form of drag. It was more of a RuPaul East Village type of drag. I agree. Uh, Skag drag. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, gender fuck. You know, why not? I mean, they they all said that they look terrible, mm -hmm. and I'm kind of like, no, this is you're just playing with gender guys. Like, yeah, you're just wearing wigs. There's girls' clothing. Like, it's not shocking. Yeah, Raven kind of grew on me. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that Chad looked like a dead secretary. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> it looked like her car drove right into the right off the bridge. <laughs> Into the lake, like pulled out her Corolla oh a week later. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but it's interesting because we see it as comedic because it's so obvious, and it's just this like simpler version of high drag. And um, what they, but what they look like doesn't have to be funny, but it is because obviously gendered clothes us, uh, gendered clothing like makes us see it as false, mm -hmm. and it's something that we've come to know as silly. Um, but in reality, it's just another skin. But because of what we've seen and what we've been conditioned to understand, mm -hmm. we see men in dresses as as funny. Sure. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it why is the the high drag that we see not funny? Mm -hmm. But this is. That's a good question. I think it's probably because the more you can kind of see <clears throat> the the man underneath the drag the more it becomes this like caricature versus uh, a full illusion so then wouldn't you think though then and and i guess this speaks to people like Sasha Velour and Bob the drag queen mm -hmm. and uh, even Alaska 
that are pushing more towards, oh, actually, I, I do want you to always know that I'm in yeah. a dress, yeah. that I'm a man in a dress, mm-hmm. because this is a comment on gender. Yeah, well, it makes me think of one of the performers I saw at Nightgowns a few months ago. It was, And we talked about this. It was a guy, um, he eventually, he was doing the, the lip sync to um, uh, the Shirley Bassey song, this um, is my life. Yes. Oh yes. my god. Um, and that was one of our last chance lip syncs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so he, he did probably a, listened to all right. Oh, well, he that's probably where I got the idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, that is a great idea. Um, <laughs> writing that down. So, um, so you know, he basically he starts the number. He's he kind of has a reveal from being this like cleaning lady to like you know wearing this like full on ball gown. Oh, I remember. And so yeah, and so but when he has the full reveal. The dress hangs off him like you see his man body. It's 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 you know sort of like a yoga body, like very muscular or masculine kind of look. Um, and I I think his face was fully painted, but in any event, you never forgot that right. it was a man in drag. And it was, and I'm so glad because if it wasn't that, it wouldn't be interesting. Well, and but it wasn't funny. It was no, it wasn't funny. No, that's the thing. It wasn't funny. It was. Um, it was a lot of things. It was like, it stirred up a bunch of different emotions and it was even kind of like, it was kind of sexy because it was kind of like, there were these traditional like masculine attractive features of like, oh, these like sexy shoulders and like you see the tops of like, okay. uh, you know, a defined chest and then he's in this beautiful gown and he's beautifully painted as a woman and it's like, I don't know what I'm feeling right now, well, but I yeah, love and, it. And, and all of that is to say that to be a man you don't have to dress like a quote-unquote man. No. To be sexy, to be attractive, you could just be attractive. And like him in the dress is what was kind of hot about it. Uh-huh. Was the way the dress was on his body. Was okay, like, so he just like looked good in it. Well, and it, but it was like hanging off of him in a way that it, it wasn't. It wasn't like on him like it fit him. Right. And that was what was hot. Oh, about I it, see. You okay. know. Okay. Um, it was just really interesting. So yeah, I, I, it doesn't have to be funny. Yeah. Um. But I guess that's the instinct, right? You know, is to like play for laughs because that way you can get away with the mistakes, okay, and the bad makeup and things yeah. like that, you right. know, or the no makeup, <clears throat> right? Right? Oh, it's a joke. It's a joke. Yeah. You know, I'm supposed to look terrible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I Chad is terrible at this basketball thing, which oh, is fine. Yeah. Um, I would be terrible too. I identified with Chad here. Um, yeah. but uh, the funniest line for me was. Me and the girls in the secretarial pool shoot hoops at lunch. Right after she drew off the bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah no, I, I um, Butch Queen. Yes, Butch Queen. Yeah. Butch queen. Um, I love when RuPaul just kind of like, oh yes, like oh yes, Butch Queen. That's mm-hmm. like a term, you know. Yeah, a yeah. Well, then they had that moment after the game was over where they were all just kind of like screwing around, and it seemed like they all. I felt like that. Oh, they were like, like, yeah, they were making the like. Their, I feel like that went on like ten minutes, and Ru just laughing, and I'm just fucking oh, yeah, around. They're like, yeah. oh, let's just we got time. Yeah, this game ended really fast. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. That and like, okay, this is all stars. Right. It's we can know, relax. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a little bit more. Relaxed. Yeah. Lunch isn't for another hour, yeah. so. <laughs> Um, if you guys want to like vamp a little, <laughs> yeah, uh, vamp. I like that. Yeah, I'm gonna vamp, um, vamp it out on the runway. Vamp it out. Um, so we move back. Yeah, the main challenge. <clears throat> uh, RuPaul announcing the expo- or explaining the main challenge says it's inspired by Star Booty. Which have you seen Star Booty? We need to do that for the yeah. Main it's like crazy that we haven't seen. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, the whole idea being that you're going to, tr- the queens are transforming into arch enemies, uh, super superhero characters, um, and they'll be displaying their drag superpowers. Mm. Um, which, of course, I mean, 
you go to the obvious question of like, oh yeah, every superhero is literally in, in drag. drag. Clark yeah. Kent is Superman. Yeah, and if you, you know. I, we've talked about this before, but like if you see X Men Two, mm-hmm. um, there are many people that bring the X Men movies into a, um, uh, a like a uh, like I don't know Jewish place, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah um, sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's also a queer reading of it, right? That's where what Ace, I've heard where more, Ice yeah. Man comes out to his parents as a mutant, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Are you sure? Right, right. Is this just a phase? Right. You've you know? never tried fire, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No. I. Uh, so yeah. So this this totally makes sense. And obviously, if you've seen Queer as Folk, mm-hmm. they they have like the whole storyline oh, of Michael, M- Michael, and then um, him giving a class. Uh, he's a guest lecturer for his boyfriend professor's mm-hmm. class on uh, the the role that um, you know comic book heroes play right. in drag queens. And is is that with Robert Gant? Is that the boyfriend? Yes, Robert oh, Gant. Robert Gant. Ugh. I mean, I love Doctor Dave, but like Robert Gant was the one for Michael. Yeah. 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 They were lovely. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's you know. It's interesting. I feel like we're in a time now where like superheroes and comics and um, all of that is having like the same kind of heyday that drag is having right now, you know, so it's like, oh, yeah, it's so in. Yeah. In some ways, this episode is a little ahead of its time because I think it's way more in now than it was in 2012, you know, comic book heroes. Yeah. 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 Maybe. I mean, it was just. Uh, I mean, X Men was big. I mean, it was. I just uh, think it's blown up even bigger now to the point where I think that there is. There's so many movies coming out. There's such a well, and there's cosplay queens now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I think you're it right. feels more mainstream than like nerd. Oh, you know what I right, mean? right. It, nerd culture is kind of moving forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nerd culture, I feel like, is becoming more mainstream. And you know, it's interesting, uh, just as a small tangent, to think of nerd cur- culture as kind of becoming more mainstream. It's actually a huge moneymaker for corporations and, oh, and big God. companies. Yeah. So of course they're going to promote it mm-hmm. and kind of. Make it like something cool, yeah. Because as opposed to fringe, yeah. Because yeah. if you're if you're dedicated to something that has multiple movies, multiple types of merchandise, toys, games, whatever, yeah. you know, and, and that's your life, that's what you've connected with. It's like, yeah, you're gonna buy all the shit. You're gonna buy all the action figures. You're gonna buy all the video games. Right. Yeah. It it. It's I've kinda... seen Star Wars, and I I know Star Wars isn't necessarily superheroes, but it's still nerd sure. culture. Yeah. Um. Nerd chic, if you will. Sure. Um, I geek saw chic. Geek Chic. Yeah. Oh, Geek Chic. All right, Mary. That's the next uh, runway yeah. uh, topic. <gasps> yeah. Geek Chic. Geek Chic. Oh, come on, Eileen yeah. Brennan. Come That's on, a- Eileen Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> Eight six seven five three zero nine. Um, yeah, I. Uh, so anyway, so I saw the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I've seen it three times now. Oof. The first time in IMAX, the second time in IMAX, and then the third time in 4D. 4D? Yes. Oh, IMAXs were both 3D, and then mm. I saw it in 4D. Have you ever seen a movie in 4D? I didn't. I Like, what happens? So, the the seats move. Oh. Uh, back and forth and side to side and up and down to follow the... Uh, like where your spaceship is going. Right. And, so, you know, where if it's point of view on the spaceship, you're actually moving that quickly along with the movie. Wow. And it shakes like when, you know, if you get hit by like a, a missile, you it shakes. And then there's uh, certain scenes where like somebody falls down or somebody gets hit and there's like this thing that pokes in your back. And when it's raining, they have... 
uh, on the back of your seat, it like rains on top of you. And then there's a wind when it's really windy. That's insanity. It's really cool. I do have a, (laughs) I I do have a pretzel bites concern. Oh, I I get what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Um, You can put your food in front of you and it's not going to get wet. Okay. Or knocked over. No, no, no. I mean, it would get knocked over if, it was perhaps on your lap and you mm-hmm. weren't paying attention. But even if it was on your lap, like you're holding it. You're okay. good. You're All good. Right. Yeah, this you, don't need, you don't need a, a seatbelt for this type right, of movie. Right. This, you is, don't. this is not, you know, you're not going to get thrown across the room. No. I yeah. mean, I mean, I could see someone like like Chanel or Chad being totally extra. Oh, God. And like doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that would be really, really entertaining. Oh, I'm like, um, my whole body is starting to like, cr- I'm, I'm feeling like, like literal origami right now. Just but thinking about that. <laughs> Uh, but there's um, like smoke that comes up. Oh my god! Yeah, this yeah. Is, they're really Union reinventing Square. movies and like going well, to movies. Well, they they uh, you know the the person mm. the ticket taker was like because uh, I was like I've never seen 40s. Like, is this worth it? Because I got mm. the ticket for free. Oh nice. And so I was like, is this worth it? Like, mm. is this like really worth thirty dollars? And oh, he's like, 30, he's wow. like. Movies like this, like The Last Jedi and Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. are what 40 is for. I mean, right. you're in there for two and a half hours. Right. So, like, it makes sense. You're not going to go see, like, Fences in 4D. Like, you're only going to see certain movies. I mean, I would I, I would see Fences. Oh, to experience Viola <laughs> Davis's monologue in the backyard in 4D? Are you fucking kidding me right now? I'm I want to feel like... the boogers running down my own fucking face. <laughs> Rains in that movie. Um, anyway, uh, back to I feel like we're getting squirrel friend syndrome here. That's fine. Um, and I'm into it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So we find out that they have to be, they have to make up their own kind mm-hmm. of drag um, comic book hero rivalries. Right. And, uh, you know, Rue comes in and kind of tries to stir the pot a little bit for each of them. Um, he says that Chad and Chanel, they have to make theirs more family friendly. Yeah. And Ruju B needs to, like, simplify. Yeah. I thought the whole part with um, Chad, you know, appealing to Betty and Joe Beercan, I thought that was an interesting segment in terms of, like, listen, like, I get it. You're a drag queen and you're used to having the the boundaries of a club after midnight. You can do whatever kind of content you want. And that's what right. people are here Fire for. Pussy. Right. And, like, you can go there and that's what people are there for. That, that this is different now like this is it's kind of that thing that RuPaul talks about with like she accepted that like the glamazon was the brand that everybody decided to identify with her her with you know sure um, and except was, for the you know and not the hooker on right avenue d right and there was someone else there was another guest she had oh was that uh randy rainbow where oh, she was randy saying rainbow. like this is your brand oh yeah this is how people know you so even if this isn't like your art your art like this is the vehicle right and i feel like um you know that's kind of the education she was giving Chad at the moment. It's like the vehicle for this and to be an all-star and drag race, it's a lot more family friendly. That's she's almost like she saw the direction things were going. Right. And I know? feel like a Chad will be like, yes, mama. You're like, yes, uh, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Uh, um, I but, can't believe I found that gift. But, uh, I know, crazy. Uh, but somebody like a Jasmine masters mm-hmm. or um, who were we just talking about? Uh, even a Tatiana in season mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. Um, 
will resist it and yeah. be like, well, or and Tammy Brown. Yeah, certainly. Um, yeah. We'll just be like, no. Yeah, that's not. Nope, I'm not here not, to do that. Mm, certainly not changing. Right. Uh-uh. Right. I don't care what's popular. Not for I don't no goddamn make money. TV show. Yeah, not for no goddamn TV show. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, not much happens. So, we can just no. kind of move on a little bit to the dance rehearsal. We find out that Elvira and Wendy McClevin Covey, is that her name? Wendy McClevin Covey, yes. Yeah, um, uh, that they're going to be the just guest judges. Did you yes. have any notes before the dance rehearsal? I was just looking. I don't think I did. Um, yeah. I think I just like the line, girl, every planet reads. I thought oh, that was really funny. every planet reads. Um, so, yes. We get to the rehearsal. <laughs> and Angle, uh, Chanel's got her angles and dimensions of the body. Chanel's... Oh, it's part of what she's like. So we're doing this, and we're showing angles and dimensions of the body. Oh wow! You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. She's—I mean, she's so extra uh, here. She's literally like on caffeine. I, I don't know, like where her. She. It's almost like she's a different queen. Like yeah. I don't. I'm just kind of like this is really. This is intense. It like, almost seems is, like she's panicking. Yeah, you is know? it? Is it or is she? Do you think that she's putting this on? Do you think this is like genuine? This is authentic? I mean, I don't know because I also I, I could also see. It I feel being, like she's also maybe thinks she's having the time of her life. Like, right, and I could also this. see her wanting to, like, I think there's also that awareness that they're on camera this whole time and they are being judged not just for what's on the stage on the TV show of Drag Race. They're being judged for everything. Right, and so she knows that they're judging for like, well, how are they getting through the rehearsal? She's certainly just kind of in her head. So going. she's she's being a little school as fuck. Honestly. Yeah, right, yeah, right, right, yeah. right. You know, uh, my favorite part was when Chanel is like, um, "Oh, I I feel like you know I should have heart angles, but you're kind of like doing them softer, Chad." And mm-hmm. then Chad, I love this, and I feel like this would make you cringe, but I loved it when Chad was like, "No, no, I'm very huh flying. I've got my death ray." Oh god. <laughs> I've got my death ray. I loved it. I've I got my like, death ray. <laughs> I'm flying. It reminded me of that scene from uh the birdcage when she's like Twyla, oh, Twyla. Fossey, Fossey, Fossey. Fossey, Fossey, yeah, yeah, Fossey, yeah, Fossey, totally. Martha Graham, Martha Graham. Right. And I'm like, flying, huh, fly. I've got my death ray. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Well yeah, it's I, I mean, you know, I I took the note while Chad ends up saying about Chanel, like Chanel. Take a breath and relax. This is drag, honey. Oh, and th- there's there's a thesis mm-hmm. for this show. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, are we on the same show? Are we on the same I mean, show. There, like we said, uh, I think a couple episodes back, when she's like, "For our campy little TV show, mm-hmm. it's like clearly there are issues. It's not just like a tacky little TV show, right? There are issues, right? Mm-hmm. But when it's drag, I mean, it is a tacky little show. And, and so it's more, just like yeah. breathe." Relax, honey. Right. Like, are you kidding me? Right. This is not, we're not being judged on this. Yeah, we're not being judged on this. We're just creating content. This is going to be fine. Yeah, they need, this is, this is an, this is a chapter of the episode that we need to do. Let's just do it. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, but then Chanel's like, no, and I'm going to do this. And she does that, like, weird pose. And I feel like, um. Oh my god, the pose part. The pose. And and Chad kind of looks at Chanel at one point and it made me think of, and there's a gif of this, but. Um, it's the perfect reaction gift, but it's from season five when they're doing the um, uh, the the singing challenge. And there's that clip of Coco not feeling it singing. Oh. I lost all hope today. I lost all <laughs> hope today. Oh, if if any if any of you have not heard Amanda Kaczynski, oh, reenact, yeah, Coco singing. Can I get an amen with Alyssa Edwards? Mm-hmm. You have to. I, yeah. I I almost like I almost created a uh, overdub mm-hmm. of that 
right that little scene right. with just Amanda's voice. Wow, I mean, it is perfection. Wow, yeah. I was dying, yeah. dying. Their recap of season I've five done it. was was I think Alyssa was like the perfect foil for them to just like brilliant. Yeah, just queen out again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love the whole the whole debate of like. They just finished, didn't they? They just finished. Yeah. They're doing. They're going to do their season recap next week. Oh, okay, right, right, um, right, right. Or I guess, yeah, next week. Um, they hated that reunion. They did. They, they did hate that reunion. That and reunion. I, <laughs> and I keep thinking, man, I I don't know what I'm going to think about season five because I was. I feel like they went. They came out of season five with like different impressions, like different ex- expectations. They had different expectations going in. Okay. Than what they came out with. Okay. Because so like, season five, I I I remember as being one of the best. It's like when Drag Race became right, right, like a, like a real big thing. Right, and I feel like like they came to the conclusion, like you know what, Roxy wasn't that bad. Like till like the last episode, she wasn't. Like she's not quite the villain that I think people remember her as. Okay. Um, which was an interesting kind of like rewatching. Mm. Um. But yeah, they. Uh, why am I talking about squirrel friends? Um, oh, uh, because. Uh, oh, because uh, you I would, was talking about the reenactment. Yes, and then their recap of season five was yeah. uh, very good overall. Yes. Um. So yes. Yeah, so uh, we most the, good. It was Paul, most, most good. Good. Uh, so we get through the choreography. We get the next day in the workroom. Oh, so this had the interesting topic. I thought with uh, why do gay men like Disney villains so much? Oh yeah, it it was. Uh, and do people? I mean, is this common knowledge? Well, so th- I mean, I'm I'm sure some of our Marys are like. Duh. Yeah. And maybe some of our Marys haven't thought about it, but like gay men love Disney villains for a reason. There's a lot of gay men who just like love Disney. We've talked about this, like Disney gays. They're like, oh, Disney that gays. was a thing. And it, there's not an age bracket here. This is not yeah. like just younger guys. Like, this is like, oh, this is like a thing. So I, I don't know. Maybe I did tell you about this. I was dating this, not dating. I went on a few dates with this guy when I first moved to New York. I was getting my master's. And uh, he picked me up at a bar. You you might actually like flood your basement over this part of the story. Mm-hmm. But um, he picked me up at a bar at the Phoenix and his shirts, <laughs> his shirt said he was wearing a backwards hat. Ugh. He was from New Jersey. Ugh. And his shirt said, I'm with stupid. And it had an arrow pointing to his dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Ugh. I was like, I need to talk to you for a little while. Right. I need uh, to give you my house keys. <laughs> Like, <laughs> but anyway, so we, you know, uh, I didn't, I, uh, uh, you know, I'm kind of a, a little old fashioned in the sense mm-hmm. of like, I'm a little drunk. I don't really know you. We're not doing anything tonight, sweet. Yeah, you're not looking um, to be with what's, what's that line from Trick? Like, uh, shove off, baby. Oh, yeah, shove off, baby. That's all <laughs> you're getting you get from me tonight. tonight. <laughs> yeah, so it kind of was like that. And then we agreed to hang out again because mm. he also went to NYU. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to yeah. hang out with you. Probably guys. not a serial killer. Yeah, yeah. Pro- probably not. Probably. Um, he was an RA. Um, oh, okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> so yeah. you get yeah, it. I get it. They're great. Um, yeah, yeah, they're great. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so we... Uh, I went back to his dorm. I was like, this is novel. Oh, boy. Here I am. I'm 27 years old. Oh, God. Um, oh, that's right. Because you didn't move I to was, New York until. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. A dorm. Yeah. So, so this was the beginning of the end. Obviously. Yeah. Of the rest of your life. <laughs> but So I went into his dorm and I saw him like like at Disney World and he had like Disney posters around and like 
like you know uh, I think there was like even a figurine of Jiminy Cricket is like you know all your dreams come true whatever the quote is and the boner is just deflated well <laughs> when you wish upon a star well and so I I questioned him I was like oh you really like Disney right he's like oh yeah Disney's great blah blah blah, blah. and I'm like yeah I think it's fascinating I mean it is so problematic when it you when it comes to feminism and like and the the the, the things that it's teaching girls and you know I started like go off on the Little Mermaid a little bit all right I'm marrying just, out on yeah him. I'm just like oh so yeah like she she changes her body for a man like that's fucked up like mm-hmm. why were we teaching that to people and then he looks at me like with these like big wide eyes like what the fuck are you talking about yeah like you're who killed bambi's mother exactly yeah, exactly yeah. and mm-hmm. so that's when i realized that there were disney gays and that it was that it's okay i mean obviously we didn't see each other again after that i mean for o- other reasons he was just like we didn't have much in common but i think that disney gays should be with disney gays so you can go to disney together well yeah i think that that's great yeah or, yeah i mean at least find your tribe right um yes but i so yeah so disney gays there's 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 something very kind of charming about it very gay about it there's something there's something kind of charming and kind of gay and kind of um sweet and cozy about it there's something and i'm gonna just i'm gonna name this because I think it's worth like having the honest conversation. It's like my honest feedback is is if I meet a guy who's super into like Disney, I my, my the connection I have in my mind is oh you're probably not like you don't really like to do much in bed. Like I'm not saying that's true. I'm not saying anything. All I'm saying is that's my that's my truth that I walk around with. Oh, that I have this reaction that I'm naming of if I meet a guy who's super into Disney, I just assume he's not going to want to get freaky. You know? Oh, I don't think that's true at all. That might not be, but yeah. I'm. What's that about? You know yeah. what I mean? Right. No. Yeah. yeah. Why is that there? Yeah. You know, uh, I want to go back to this conversation that they were having. Um, how the how they love Disney villains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they they were talking about the Snow White's queen. And right. How she looks like a drag queen. And Raven's done the evil queen illusion. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I think. Um, there was there was a drag queen uh, that was going around the internet that looked just like Ursula. Oh, uh, was, I mean, other than Eureka O'Hara, sure. Yeah. Was, I mean, it's brilliant. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I, I mean, I, we, we obviously many people know about Ursula that she was modeled after um, Divine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I love. But if we want to go like full queer theory, queers in film, mm-hmm. most villains are depicted as gay as lesbian as effeminate men Mm -hmm. as you know evil to corrupt these like perfect precious things do you mean most like of these cartoon i'm talking cartoons because i'll I'll, i can definitely go through them Mm -hmm. but i'm talking also just like movies in general Mm -hmm. um for as long as you want to go back to Mm -hmm. the the villain often is depicted as um uh, a queer mm-hmm. um, and I mean queer as like a broad term yeah it's interesting to to apply that to um, something like a subgenre like slasher films um, because that has <clears throat> I used to be obsessed with horror movies when I was younger um, they're, I, they're too violent for me now but like at the time I was so fascinated by of course had to have a girl in it she had to survive but it was all about like the, the survival that was what I was interested in oh. um, but so much about slashers um, is tied to um, sex and sexuality, right? And, oh, um, people who—it's the whole scream theory. Yeah, of, you know, you have right. sex, you die. Right, um, and so there's there's a whole sex and, and violence. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and it's there, a big problem. Sometimes. Yeah, some people a, think some people think that there's 
that it promotes sexual violence because mm-hmm. it gets guys really hot right. or women or whoever's watching it kind of hot and sexy and horny and mm-hmm. then somebody dies and it's like connecting the two. Yeah. It's like putting a synapse together of sex and violence. Right, exactly. Yeah, you start to make the connection. Yeah. Um, there's a, a book that was written, I can't remember when, maybe like in the 90s and I don't remember the name, um, but it's all, it, it, it kind of originates the term final girl, which is kind of a, oh, a okay. horror movie trope now. Um, but it's all exploring this idea that like the it's this whole feminist point of view on horror movies and and these sort of feminist ideas and how they play out in horror movies. Mm. Um, but I think there's a the thing that uh, that ties to what you're saying is that there's always a villain. Um, and in horror movies, a lot of the cases, it's um, it's portrayed as a toxic masculinity. It's Jason oh, Voorhees okay. or Michael Myers or Leatherface or whoever or Freddy Krueger. You know okay. what I mean? Um, I mean, I go to like. Alfred Hitchcock, right? Mm-hmm. In Rebecca, like mm-hmm. she was a lesbian, right? Or mm-hmm. in um, Psycho, like he was a crossdresser, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Yeah, like, all those gay birds and the birds. I mean, those gay birds <laughs> those were gay so birds. gay. Oh my god! How the- gay were they? <laughs> all those ravens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we're gonna talk Disney, right? We mm-hmm. have Ursula. Mm-hmm. We have Scar. Oh god, what a who queen. is the gay uncle? Yeah, like Gunkle, Gunkle, mm-hmm. Gunkle. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Maleficent. In Sleeping mm-hmm. Beauty, mm-hmm. who is total dyke. Oh yeah, she she needs to get, she needs to get her. Um, yeah. The drag queen in Snow White. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the only one that you uh, that kind of skips is uh, Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was kind of a gay thing between LeFou and Gaston. Oh, okay. Um, I don't think I know. I don't. I'm not very familiar with Beauty and the Beast. Go to than, hell. Yeah, like it's just not my. Um, and then Jafar in Aladdin is very effeminate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, the I feel like the villain in Lion King and the villain in Aladdin. There's kind of oh, like a, yeah, basically the same. same actor. Basically, yeah. could play if they were real movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I hear that. I think that's an interesting idea that um, the villain is. Uh, it's. Whereas in horror movies, it's this toxic, aggressive masculinity in these Disney movies. Even if it's a female villain, it's this it, it's a certain masculinity. Ursula being modeled after Divine. Yeah. Like There's still like a um, it's it's this different type of male mm, energy. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, this kind of non-gendered. Even, yeah. You know, and, not non-binary. Right. Which is kind of amazing. Yeah. And I think that's also why so many gay men identify with villains, whether they're male or female, is because they're kind of. They're 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 straddling the line often, and mm-hmm. um, it's also their darkness, their fierceness, mm-hmm. um, their need to like rain on what's precious and mainstream, right? To upset the flow of things, mm-hmm. like that's something as a gay person, you know, you look at the cheerleader and and the football player, and you're like totally outside of it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you you would identify with the villain that wants to kind of quote unquote ruin that. Sure. And I think one of the things that Chanel says is, you know, the villain always has the more complex story and has yeah. like the, and I think that certainly if, if they're given that story. Yeah. But yeah. I think certainly for, uh, you know, if I'm going to put myself in the role of the, the outsider, the gay, uh, you know, queer in high school and I'm watching the sort of traditional football player, you know, cheerleader in my mind. And again, this is kind of like the Disney gays and sex thing. Like the equation I have is like, when I look at someone like that who fits a template like that, I automatically think, there's nothing complicated about your life. And then they don't have good sex in bed. And yeah. they might have good sex in bed. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I certainly, when it comes to the football team, I'm thinking about it. But um, they, yeah, they're not as they're not as complex as I am. They're not as interesting because I feel like they're, 
for lack, you know, no pun intended, they're they're on a straight road and I'm on a curving one. They don't have to see the things that you can see. Mm-hmm. They don't have to. They don't have to see them. Yeah, and I think gay mm-hmm. people wake up, m- most of them will wake up and see, oh, I'm different from my sister and from my brother and mm-hmm. from my mother and from my father mm-hmm. um, because they don't have to see that actually the narrative that they're following mm-hmm. is scripted and created. Right, right. And yeah, and they're exactly. I mean, it's kind of like when you look at someone who's wedding planning and they're getting stressed out and they're fighting with their fiance and you're like, what are you doing? Why, who told you? Well, I know who told you, but like someone told you that this was the key to your happiness and you're actually more miserable than before. Mm. So it seems to me this isn't working. You know, seems to yeah. me this isn't the path to true happiness that everybody's bro- broadcasted as, you know? Yeah, I hear that. Um, but I think there's that outsider view of that. And it's not necessarily like a... Um, That's why they hired gay people to plan it for? Yeah, because they can't get married themselves. Or Jennifer Lopez. You saved my shoe. <laughs> the only line from that movie I know. Oh, so I just so repeat sad. it. Yeah. Oh. Um, is, it, is it worth knowing more lines from that movie? Yeah. All That's right. a great movie. Oh, all right. Well, Made in Manhattan. I'll watch it next. <laughs> it's not Made in Manhattan. <laughs> it's the wedding planner. I know that. But Those that's... who can't wed, plan. Yeah. No, I know. That's that's. <laughs> it's a self-aware joke. Oh, okay. Um, there you go. So anyway. Um, so anyway. So okay. So we have. We have another uh, Hunger Games reference. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. We have another Hunger Games reference. Um, we also have Chad saying that he has a bullet for each and every one of them, oh, darling. She was like, oh, wait, you need a moment for the commercial? Got it. And then she did that moment. You know well, what I mean? Well, but like, oh, God, it was so kind of creepy. I'm like, are you going to shoot them? Right? And I, <laughs> I, right? And I think they were all like, okay, that's not the conversation we were having. <laughs> and it's also kind of like, maybe maybe you do have a gun. Right. Maybe you do. <laughs> I to put a basket, Right? Mary. Yeah. I love God. that she's just like, they're all just like, oh, I don't know. I'm so nervous about lip syncing. I'm so scared. <laughs> what would happen if I had to go? And then Chad looks and is like, well, I'm going to kill all of you. Right. <laughs> it's like, okay, right. all right. Um, yeah, I... Um, I don't know if we talked about their I guess we will talk about it later their mm-hmm. their drag stories that they come up with um, but before that we sure. should talk about Chanel because uh, they were all reflecting on whether that that they were all top three and right. they're like oh Chanel were you top three mm-hmm. and it's like right 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 it's like well I would have been yeah she's like had I chosen not to leave I would have been and I just wrote down she hasn't changed we talked about this earlier in the yeah. episode mm-hmm. um, this is this is revisionist history. Right. Like she's right. not, I don't think she's fully grasped that she's on a reality show. Right. Right. Well, and I think, you know, and maybe this is devil's advocate um, because I've just been harping on Chanel so much, but I feel like the flip side of this is that whole um, delusional level of self-confidence that one needs in these situations. And I think Katya talks about that with Violet where it's like Violet had this Need, you know, she's like, you need to have this delusional level of self-confidence on Drag Race. Oh, yeah. Because okay. you have no one cheering for you. Right, so brilliant. You, so you have to bring way too much. Right. I think that whereas Violet brought all of that delusional levels of self-confidence, like packed away in her bag really neatly, Chanel brought it in in like garbage bags and cardboard boxes. Okay. And it's like, oh, my goodness, this is a mess. But yeah. I think it's serving the same purpose. Sure. You know? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it's certainly serving her. Yeah. You it, know? Yeah. I, it, uh, I mean, how beautiful to be that kind of 
tunnel visioned into something right you know i mean and sometimes to be unwavering you know moving towards your goal and not knowing actually that somebody else is moving it for you right right um, on a reality show right on exactly. a reality show because she's in terms of her career mm-hmm. she yeah, she has total control totally yeah, yeah. exactly it, but she's choosing to be on the show right you know? but th- but then she comes on the show and they just make a fucking fool out of her right you know each right. time yeah right um which you know she can use her advantage. She can still have her tunnel vision and be like, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. She That can be part of her brand. Because I still would go see Chanel perform. Certainly. She got 31 character illusions. I'll go yeah. see them. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm 31 character illusions and then some. Yeah. Yeah. You know Ani DeFranco song? Uh, no, I did not know that. Oh. I think I only 30, know. 32 flavors and then some. Yeah. I only. 32 character illusions and then some. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, she is the Baskin <laughs> Robbins of drag. Yeah. <laughs> That's the title of the episode, Mary. Baskin Robbins of drag. <laughs> Oh. Put that on the marquee. <laughs> right. Oh God. Um, so yes, yeah, so we have that. We have uh, Chad references in the Hunger Games. Yeah. Just uh, God forbid we forgot. And that's all I. That's all I have before we go. Same to the runway. The run, the run, run, runway. Um, yeah. Oh, so, well, I was gonna say we got Rue in her her Eartha Kit look. Oh, um, fabulous. And what? But of, of course, what I always think of is season Evil. six. Um, oh, I think of season six when they do the Rue runway and Darian does this look. And her, her, she's over her saying, "I'm giving you Gertha Kit." <laughs> <laughs> and I think about that all the oh, time, and I feel like funny. nobody ever mentions Gertha Kit. Gertha Kit, I know, brilliant. Gertha Kit, and it's the way, and she does just this like this this wobbly little Eartha Kit voice. I mean, I love <laughs> Chichi Devane's Eartha Kit. I do too. Yeah, Chichi Devane's Eartha Kit, and then um, this also reminds me of when she's talking to Jeffrey Mor- Jeffrey Moran, mm-hmm. and she's like, "What uh, absolute vodka flavor am I?" And he's like, "Oh, I think you'd be uh, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil." Oh, pear, <laughs> pear, and then you know, and then she's like. Ooh, evil. <laughs> Who does that? That's Rue says that. Oh, Rue does she that. Goes, mm, evil. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember Jeffrey doing that because he says evil. He kind of like tries to put a little judge on it, and it's like Jeffrey. I think that's Rue. Well, no, evil. God, well, he does that. He he does. I distinctly remember because oh, you, you cringe because yeah, yeah, my rib cage collapsed. <laughs> 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 But so <laughs> so anyway. Uh, oh, so I mean, I wrote that I, I also love Wendy McLeffin Covey. We've talked about her. Um, and Elvira, a welcome to drag presence in oh, any yeah. episode. Oh, always, yeah. always welcome. And when I heard her on What's the Tea, she was lovely. She yeah. has a very interesting story. And I, uh, yeah, you forget that she's like a, a working actress. Right. And she's like still working and still. Yeah. Like, but it's like we also <laughs> yeah. know it's like she like she created this. I right. mean, I love the story that she like, she's like, I mean, I needed to create a character and, yeah. and this was working. And then that was the whole thing of like, this became her brand. That's her brand. This her became thing. her thing. Yeah. And it's I, smart. and I love it. And I, and it's just, I don't think enough credit is given to Elvira as a drag queen. Mm. As like that she's, she is doing everything. It's, it's a, it's a bio, bio queen. Yeah. Like Certainly done, a bio done queen. perfectly. Yeah. I really like Trisha think. Paytas. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think that she's, 
she's fully embraced that she's like i feel like elvira is a great example of a queen who knows her drag in her sleep i'm gonna i'm gonna actually even equate an elvira not necessarily the genius of elvira and that character but i mean it's very similar to a tiffany pollard oh yeah sure who Mm -hmm. is brilliantly doing drag Mm -hmm. whenever she appears yeah she's she's doing it's like because elvira does this costume Whereas um, a costume plus a character, whereas New York does a character and the costume is always it's it makes sense with the character. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. No, I agree. I love I love these. I love our, our current version of female drag queens. Oh, yeah. Michelle Visage, Trisha Paytas. Sure. Elvira, uh, Tiffany Pollard. Yeah. Oh, my God. Tiffany Pollard is fabulous. Yeah. Um, yeah. You could even say that somebody like. um that Nicki Minaj sometimes puts on Absolutely. drag. Oh, that, completely. That even a Beyonce puts on drag. Mm-hmm. I mean, they Sasha are. Sasha Fierce, I guess. Yeah, is Sasha yeah. Fierce is another thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's all on a varying scale. Right. I but mean, they are putting on a version of femininity that are that they're that they're accessing within themselves mm-hmm. that they aren't accessing uh, off stage. Right. Well, that makes me think of like Madonna and all of the different iterations of Madonna and mm. how that was, how that was both drag and self-discovery and self-expression, you know what I mean? And also, right. uh, versions of femininity. Sure. You know, I feel like there was kind of like, uh, there was the super like sexual era and then there was kind of more of that like frozen era where it was like oh, oh like um, cultural appropriation yeah like, like uh, Madonna had kids and got National Geographic yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and got uh, um, uh, the, the the ink on her hand oh the henna yeah henna. she got herself a nice henna tattoo yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and she got the, the little red uh, Kabbalah oh yeah she got all up in the Kabbalah yeah yeah brother yeah. Uh, yeah, she got a british accent she somehow got a british accent yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah sometimes that happens it happens yeah um so we have chad and chanel as fire crotch and lactasia yeah and the whole kind of story i don't i don't, I don't they, they, I don't even they know. come to earth and um i guess by day chad or fire crotch um, is an esthetician. Yeah, esthetician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, by night, she rejuvenates vaginas, and that's it. Yeah. So she she rejuvenates vaginas. Yeah. yeah. That's um, it's great. Great power. Thank God. You know. Right. They good, mention it later. Yeah. yeah. Good thing. Need it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I died. That Chanel's character, her by day character's name was Chanel Suits. Chanel Suits. And in my mind, I spelled it S-O-O-T-S. As a- <laughs> Chanel suits. Um, yeah, Chanel was was Lactasia, and I guess she by night breastfed. So I, I just no. <laughs> I mean, basically by night she tried to attack Firecrotch by putting her out with her milk with from her, milk. her breasts. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it didn't make that much sense, it but didn't. visually it looked good, sure. and it was, you know, you could see a comic book artist like Chad Sell kind of like creating these yep. two looks and having a comic, and yeah, there was lots know. of little nuances. Take a yeah, drink. they had capes, they had accessories. Yeah, um, I I did I did appreciate during Chad's runway. I don't remember what the context was, but Rue says call FEMA, and then Michelle goes, they won't show up. Oh my god, she gets she it's like she gets super political. She gets there. all yeah, she gets all like ninth <laughs> ward on everybody, and it's just like okay, Michelle, you don't even know what you're upset about. <laughs> You've just you just heard FEMA, and you're like, well, they won't show up for what? What Michelle? 
come on. Oh Give us the context. God. Don't you know? Yeah, she doesn't know. Yeah, and then RuPaul, I love that he says at the end, what a flamer. Like, what it was so <laughs> what a fat ass. Yeah. Well, you know, and I was just watching season nine this morning, actually. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, 902 on Ho. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I have to tell you, Alexa Michelle is hilarious in the mirror. Yeah, I agree. I just she's watched that one like, recently. She's like, I think you should get wild. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, chicky. It's great. Yeah. And then she says, um, oh, what were we, we were just referencing? Um, what were you just <laughs> the FEMA? No, no. After that, oh, uh, uh, Ninth Ward. <laughs> uh, what were we were just referencing? I don't even know. What oh, we... it's okay. Uh, uh, but no. So, so she's in the mirror, and mm-hmm. she's. I'm sorry. She's just. <laughs> <laughs> she's eating a breakfast sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. The breakfast sandwich. The breakfast sandwich. Yeah. Um, I yeah. Maybe I'll think of it later. Why it oh, came to mind? Yeah, I mean, we talked about uh, their costumes. Chad Sell could design it. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know how we got onto that. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know. Mary's. <laughs> we'll figure it out next week. Oh man, Alexis Michelle. Anyway, yeah. she's brilliant at that. Yeah. <laughs> she's <going> wild. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. And so you know. <laughs> If it comes back to you, let Sorry, us know. Sorry, Mary. You know what? Let's just take a quick break. Sure. So the reference is, in the mirror, dumbass, we had is what back. Alexis Michelle says. And that's very much like, what a fat ass. What a fat ass. Yeah. 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 It was worth it. Oh, my God. It was totally worth it for me. Yeah, it was worth it. Uh, sorry, Mary. Thanks for going on a journey with us. Uh, I do highly recommend re-watching season nine, though, because... Um, Alexis does well mm-hmm. for most m- most of the beginning of the competition. I think if if and when when it, th- this is gonna be it's after nine of two and ho. Yeah, it's so it's much the th- roast. Yeah, I think that if and when recapping revisiting season nine, I would do the same treatment we've given Jocelyn of like I would rewatch Alexis. Yeah, I'd also rewatch Sasha and Shay mm-hmm. um, because yeah. I do have to say Shay was in the bottom. She was in the bottom. Yeah, she was in the bottom for the makeover challenge. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Sasha was in the bottom for the. Um, Sasha oh, never lip synced. That's right. She was never in the. She was in the bottom three for nine hundred two and ho, but not. Right. But it was like, well, we need yeah. somebody. Yeah. But whatever. I. Yeah. I love it's, Shay. Yeah, season so. nine. I was rooting for Shay. I was rooting for you. We're all rooting we're for all you. Rooting How for dare you? you? <laughs> um, <laughs> you learn from this. Uh, <laughs> learn something from this. <laughs> I rewatched like the first few episodes of season nine, and the one thing that is interesting is how much. Like Sasha in particular, like really doesn't feature much for a while. Yeah, I mean she yeah. has her brand, and we're mm-hmm. kind of, and we were gagging over it because sure. we knew who she was. Right. Anyway, so then we have Raven and Jujube. Yeah. Um, Sophia Fierce. I mean, I thought that like and Melanina. I you know I thought that Jujube. Um, I thought both her looks were simple, but they worked. Like it was enough for me. They were simple. It mm-hmm. uh, again. And I've said this before. This is Drag Race All Stars, mm-hmm. and I'm just kind of like bring it yeah. to the runway. Yeah, I think that bring if, it. I think that if Jujubee was going to do a simple outfit, I don't think she can do anything more than this. Colin. I know. I think I've that, never seen her with big hair or really, really big hair. Yeah, because that's what it needed. It needed over the top hair. Yeah, kind of like um, Nina, Nina Bonina Brown when she did that princess look where she was the like the she was like the rope was like yeah the robot and she had the big head piece yeah but then the the look was really basic right and granted not all stars but for me that worked because all the business was upstairs yeah so i didn't need anything downstairs right exactly yeah it's like when um nina lip syncs against valentina Mm -hmm. 
she's basically flat chested yeah. and wearing a little like chonies and mm-hmm. like these cool little boots. And then her face is that skull. That's and all you're the drag. Like, I am looking at the skull, Mary yep. work it right. out. That's like, that's where the lip syncing is happening. Yeah, so right, yeah, right, yeah. Right, right, right. Um, Take that thing off your face. Yeah. We needed to see her lips. Uh, <laughs> I, um, um, so I liked this storyline. I thought this storyline made sense to me. Yeah. I think I gave up on trying to follow the storylines. I, I got, it was like, they were from another planet and Juju was from the dark side, but she got the gun and now she couldn't have melanin. And I was like, okay, all right, whatever. Yeah. Like to me, it was like none of Raven this. looked the best Raven, out of all four of them. I had the same note. She won this challenge. Yeah. And yeah. granted the argument against it was that she looks more runway rather than comic. I'm like, I don't see that girl. At all. Yeah. This shit, this is a hot, fucking villain yeah i mean and i thought it was great i thought the makeup was incredible it's certainly one of raven's best looks yeah um i thought her story that she you know, that she narrated was like the most clear and cohesive yeah i um, did speaking of the narration it was like the lowest production value ever. oh yeah this was like it's like what what how did they record did they right. record this with all right Mary i was gonna equipment? say was this the miss bliss years yeah. all right mary were they like, <laughs> like on oh, shit we, weren't even, we didn't even use skype at first i think no we we did skype we used zoom for a little while and oh, that was, was pretty zoom? bad yeah, oh, yeah yeah they're not our sponsors no they're not no it <laughs> no, isn't they're not. um no they're not so um Let's let's cut. I mean, I've got some notes on the critiques. Yeah, I mean, the next note I actually have is I want to be Elvira, and I just felt like Michelle and Elvira also did not get along. Oh, really? I felt like there was not like I feel like Elvira at least mm-hmm. did not like Michelle. I could see that. I could, I I'd have. I'm like, oh, re- shut up. Right. <laughs> I want to re-listen to the the what's the tea episode with her and kind of see what see vibe. Where that is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they they both have kind of a similar aesthetic. So right. it's kind of like Elvira's like girl yeah it's like really it's like that's all you did you wore a new jersey necklace which i'm not oh, mad at it was so great i love the Michelle way that looked great. the way that kate may just hung there oh between her boobies God. yeah her boobies um, um yeah no michelle oh man michelle is so good on this show yeah um, she, i have the note that i just i appreciate this is like i appreciate that they kept it where rupaul says um welcome to the hall of just us and they cut to wendy mcclevin covey and she has this reaction like Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I guess that's the, that's what the show is. This is the kind of jokes we make. Yeah. She is such a great, like, relatable energy. Like, there's that great part later where she's like, I know I'm blowing your mind, Elvira, but right. it was just a blow dryer. Right, like, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, like, very, very likable. Um, so, uh, I actually thought, you know, I don't have many notes from, like, when they were talking to the queens, but I thought the sort of just between us girls conversation was super interesting in this episode more so than most episodes you have to refresh my memory i don't really remember it so the things that they were they were kind of coming up against like comics versus cartoons you know and kind of the different types of aesthetics that ruju b versus shad were bringing oh okay um you know, I, I of course I love that we we know that's a blow dryer moment. Oh, and cartoons turn into no, no, they, no. Raven and the 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 queens were talking about this. How cartoons turn turn into comics and ca- comics turn into cartoons. Right, but you know, one of the things that Wendy, you know, first name basis. Uh, one of the things that she said is that like, well, Raven and Jujube maybe had the better story. Chad and Chanel had the more marketable look. Oh, right, you, th- right and, and that right. that was an that was like, oh, that's actually a really important point. Um, and then Michelle kind of sums it up as like old school versus new school. And I thought that was interesting is like 
old school superheroes versus new school and old school queens versus new yeah, school. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, Colin, I guess my take on it is that um, Chad and Chanel, I think, got it. When they're mm-hmm. like, th- we're not supposed to take this seriously. This is a drag competition. Right. We're going to be in drag. We're going to have accessories and capes. And right. like, this is quote unquote comic mm-hmm. book characters. Right. Whereas Chad and Raven went for like this, like. Jujube and Raven. Oh, Jujube yeah. and Raven. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, went for this, like kind of not realistic one, but mm-hmm. like where they would make a live action movie. Sure. I, I thought that like, Ultimately, like looking at the two teams, I thought that Chad and Chanel did more, but Raven and Jujube looked better. I was more. I thought Raven looked great. I thought mm-hmm. Jujube looked good mm-hmm. um, and put together and mm-hmm. and fine, but it just didn't have a production value. Mm-hmm. It, it it if you if I'm gonna pay for a drag show between. Raven and Juju B and Chad and Chanel. I'm actually gonna go to Chad and Chanel because they're bringing a drag show. Yeah, yeah, I know that there's gonna be some versatility. There's yeah. gonna be, you know, big bangs and splits and, and lots of Chanel moves. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, death ray and and, I mean, and I've got my death and, ray. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I know. I think I I I totally appreciate what Raven and Juju B were doing, and I think that there's, um, I think there's maybe like a a, a bit higher taste level maybe that's a, i give them credit like they have better taste in this moment i think that, oh sh- i mean yeah but again taste sure it's an inter- it's a it's it's a interpretation you know uh raven raven, raven cares very much about like fashion mm-hmm. and 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 that type of thing yeah. where chad and chanel chad also being season four queen if we're talking about design to performance mm-hmm. um there's there's just uh, I think just a uh, uh, I don't know a more larger than life aesthetic I'm just kind yeah. of like I'm kind of more there for it mm. granted I will always be a cerebral thoughtful right. kind of like I love mm-hmm. Raven's look and yeah. Juju's great I'll always dance with that one because it brought me but I you understand. won't dance on your own I'm not gonna dance on my own um, but but <laughs> I I don't think um, I th- yeah I, I would have picked uh, Chad mm. and Chanel I mean yeah. in a second well and I think maybe one of the problems with Rujubi is that because I thought Raven's look was great I still think it was the best one on the runway. Yeah. But Raven doesn't have the personality to back up the look. Juju's look was very simple, uh, too simple, and her personality didn't back the look up enough. You know what right, I mean? Like right. they they didn't have those extra things. Whereas Chad and Chanel, they're like, well, we're gonna just bring the whole fucking kitchen sink. Exactly. And you can sort it out on the stage. And, and you know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like go yep. It's better to bring everything. Sure. Yeah. And then take it off. Mm-hmm. And then take it off. I yeah. but I yeah, I liked Ruju B more, but I I know that Shad won. You right. know what I mean? I accept it. Yeah. Shad. 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 Um, um, so I have uh, the next one. Were they really crying? You know, I don't know what to make of this lip sync. I do think it's great TV. Um, I think whether this is real or not. It was very performance art in the sense of like there was actually a story going on where you have Raven with this mask mm-hmm. watching Jujube, this fabulous mm-hmm. lip syncer, and literally just like pining for her, like loving her yeah. from afar. And it was it was beautiful performance art. Like it was just not it was it was much more nightgowns than it was, you know, uh, industry bar. Totally. I mean, I took the notes that like. There was so the, the on the lyric. There's just this great 
the way that it's all edited and done to your point of it being performance art. Um, like there's the lyric of like, I'm just going to dance all night. And then it starts with Jujubee cry sinking. And then it towards the end of the line, it cuts to Raven. Raven puts it like her hand in the air. And then like, then there's like a beat change and then the lights change. And then it, we cut to a silhouette of Chanel watching the background behind like clasped hands and like Chad's on the floor. And then it cuts to Ru- to RuPaul playing like the grand dame as Temi would say, like watching. And it's great TV. Yeah. Everything syncs up perfectly. And I'm like, listen, rough season this is great. It's a TV. good moment. It's a great I mean, it's moment. not the best lip sync song. Nope. It's but it's not supposed to be a lip sync song. No, here. it's not supposed to be. This a lip is sync. about Raven and Jujube yeah, spinning and crying. Yes, spinning yes. and crying. Spinning and crying. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. No the sides of my face. Because yeah. and I couldn't tell if it was the um, the version I was watching because this was both times I watched. Whenever they would show them lip syncing, it was always like a beat off from the song, and I can't tell if it was just the version I. It was watch. the version you were watching. Yeah, because I was like, well, they're not even on beat. No, no, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on beat. Because they can carry a tune. I'm over you. <laughs> carry a note they is what she carry says. carry a tune. They can carry a note. Um, that's what, what Jujubee R- says. Jujubee says at one point in this episode, like, um, that she's, like, uh, pushing her boundaries. And it's like, well, no, you're not pushing your boundaries. You're pushing your, like, comfort zone. You know oh, what I mean? okay. Yeah, she does. Oh, that I again. see. Pushing my boundaries. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, no, I. So, anyway, that those are, those are kind of my thoughts. And I just don't know if they're crying i mean i think they cried sure genuinely in untucked Mm -hmm. and then maybe after right but i don't know about during i feel like they were both performing and wanting to fucking win yeah well i mean they they weren't giving their all in the performance but they i don't know giving it my all i'm (laughs) not i mean they were giving it my they were giving their all of something else of of a non-lip sync moment okay of a tv moment yeah and I'm cool with it. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm fine I'm, with yeah, it. Yeah, I have. I, there are times when I'm kind of annoyed at that, but mm-hmm. I think in this moment, in All Stars One, right? It's like, yeah, what else can you do? Right. And the reality is, there was always going to be a top four. Like they had structured it all out. Why would they make that change right before the end? Of like, oh well, now we need to. And why would in. the producers continually ask them throughout this episode and Untucked? Raven, what would you do if you had to lip sync against? Why Jujubee? would you keep harping on this? Like it's an act one, two, three, and intermission gun. Yeah, like they right. they remind us repeatedly that this is going to be meaningful. Yeah, um, it's like the allegory of Raven and Jujubee. Right, right. Yeah. And I guess and so. This is the first Shantae you both stay. I think. It's, I think is it the first one? That was my question. I don't. This was a a, a, a trivia question I was going to ask uh, mm-hmm. you and this girlfriend oh. actually. Well, I believe. I mean, except for season four with Willem, or with, when Willem gets disqualified, and then Sharon and Fifi both stay. Um, no, 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 no. When it's when Rue says Shantae, Shantae, you both stay. This is the first time I think she does that. Yes, it yes. is. The more the, that's correct. The more memorable one is, of course, from season six. Shantae, you both stay. Yes, and that's between Roxy and Alyssa. Yes, yeah. That's season five. Oh yeah, that's season five. Oh, that's season five. Yeah. Does it happen in season six? Is there a Shantae both stay? In season six? Yes, there's Ben. Ben and Darian. Oh. She keeps Ben. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm wondering if this is going to be an All-Stars. Maybe this happens every season now, but it has happened All-Stars 1. It happened All-Stars 2. Can we assume it's going to happen at some point in All-Stars 3? Um, I think All-Stars 3 is going to be structured differently. I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to be that type of thing. Yeah. there's And there's obviously other rumors about eliminations that we, yeah. won't, you know, yeah. we won't talk about. Um, but anyway, so... Jujubee Raven cries after the lip sync. Raven cries, yeah. Um, and then Jujubee can't breathe. 
Oh, and then Raven's like, oh, so I got to go clean up another bitch on the runway. How many times am I going to have to go over and give her a bottle of water and help her out of her costume? Yeah. Oh, the poor girl. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we find out that they both stay and we get Chad's. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's it's I mean, at the same time, like, sure. You're there with him. I'm I am there with her. Like, yeah, like, yes. I mean, I just love at the end of the lip sync, both. Chad and Chanel are are squatting down, like crying into their hands. I'm like, what is going on right now? Like, maybe it's because their feet hurt so much, Colin. Did you think of that? But aren't they just putting more pressure on them by like leaning down on them? When your feet hurt, you You go on your uh, you go on the balls of your feet rather than your heels. Mm -hmm. You know, I think they were just making TV. I think they're just making TV. And you know what? I'm watching it. Sure. They're, so. they're making biscuits and I'm putting butter you on You know, and if I'm Chad, you know, I'm not a writer. I do drag and move my lips for a living. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do the cooking and the cleaning. And the cleaning. I, don't I don't know. know. <laughs> um, so untucked. Uh, That's my I, Edith Bunker. <laughs> right, right. Um, uh, untucked. Um, Chad. I wrote down that line that he says... I'm a. I'm not a writer. I do drag. I move my lips for a living. I don't know. And I wrote down, who is this? Who's that? I mean, like mm. this. This is another character. Yeah, I know. I feel like I'm. I'm a psychologist talking to somebody with a split personality, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, this is another. Yeah, this is yeah. another person. Well, it's weird to me because I think that I understand you're not a writer, Chad, but like Chad has been, and Chad says this like what minutes later, like ultimately, what we do is a solo act. And so you are a, you are a one woman band, and so all of those performances that Chad is creating, he's constructing. You know what I mean? And so I feel like this seems un, uncharacteristically unsure of himself. Yeah, you know that's why I'm kind of like, is he is he doubting himself right now, or mm-hmm. is he is this like just a character he's putting on? Right, right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, because I also feel like Chad has to be in a place where it's like they have nothing to talk about. Yeah, right? they're literally splitting hairs. They even said it like there's little room for interpretation. And I also feel like the judges are like, mm-hmm. right. Well, and Chad's like, OK, well, I've got Chanel over here who's just like being Chanel. Chanel suits. Right. She's, yeah. Chanel suits over here. S-O-O-T-S. Yeah. And then I've got Raven and Ju- Jujubee who have been in the bottom the last two episodes and are likely not going to win this challenge. So I think Chad just needs to kind of like seem relatable. Yeah. Um, I, they they get fan fan mail fan fan questions this was all very boring yeah me. i mean uh, we talked about the most uh, interesting thing i think that happened in untucked i took the note that this feels like a plan d for creating untucked content having yeah. these fan questions right um yeah and uh, all the other notes i mean i took the note did you notice this i don't remember where it was where um i wrote down what's with the six feet under music no there's this part uh, like somewhere where chanel is talking maybe where she's going on on her monologue where there's just this weird like do 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 you know that like little like beat from six feet under oh yes yes there's yes, like yes, that yes. going on so yeah, I don't... and then we see juju b just like not having right it. right um but that's kind of uh that's all i've got um i i just have juju's quote you only expect the worst from santino oh which is i uh, mean i i wrote like why are we reminded that chanel is the top two times in this episode like why do i have to be reminded that chanel is the top two times in this episode like right. why right i i Right. I don't. I, I, I don't know. It's like Ga- gay men do this all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Hunger Games references and Chanel's a top references. Chanel's a top. Yeah, I don't know. I that's um. You know, it's because would we, you would you 
would I have sex with Chanel? Yeah. Uh, why not? I've I've done Brian with a Y. I've done more with less. It's fine. I mean, oh my, I, you're right. Uh, yeah, sure. I think, I think in the right mood. Why not? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would you? I I don't think I would have sex with Chanel. I would like want to like. Go through his wig collection. <laughs> you want to have like a play date. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. Ugh. Because I think Chanel would actually be, Brian would be kind of fun to show me around Chanel's closet. Sure. Because he'd be really excited about it and I wouldn't have to talk much. Right. And I'd just be like, Brian, do you have poppers? Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Jesus. I know, right? Um, don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> poppers aren't drugs. Oh, my God. You. <laughs> uh, Anyway, um, they're not. Feel free to chime in here, Mary. They've been used medically. We just like <laughs> they have. Do your research. Do so. Your... So medical drugs. Oh my goodness! <laughs> They've been deemed safe by the FDA. I did my research. Oh, that's good. Yeah, okay. they don't give you brain damage. All right, that's. Good. Um, I know they're they're technically not safe, and if you're and if you're using a a, a, a male enhancement pill, they'll kill you if you do. Uh, poppers so. yeah i mean i know that we have um some young listeners so mm-hmm. i think you know do poppers with precautions and, and don't drink them i had a friend who bought the <gasps> bottle and then texted my friend and said just what do i do just drink the whole bottle <laughs> are you serious yeah but i also think my friend was just like wanting a reaction you should have oh, okay because i was gonna I just say like, he should have been like yes he was he's a school teacher i was just <laughs> like butter or carb yeah it was yes. like really you don't know to look at the label and like the seven places where it says it's highly flammable and you shouldn't drink it oh my god um yeah uh anyway i i think those are really all of the yeah man we are ready to move on to the finale i i'm so excited so excited yeah. Um, oh my oh god my. I know ready for the finale And I mean I have to say I'm kind of proud of us, of us For like not just getting through All Stars I know it's not done But like we've gotten through the worst of it Yeah And like finding you know Finding Nemo Finding Nemo Finding yeah. Dory Finding you know Breathless Baloney Right Finding some yeah. meat in this sandwich Yeah yeah, yeah. Finding Forrester Finding yeah. Forrester Finding Finding I think that's all the ones I can yeah. find. Yeah, yeah, I've lost all the other things. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, I lost all hope today. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, if I'm thinking of All Stars one into All Stars two, you know, this was clearly a pilot. Like yes. it was, it was a way to showcase just these four queens, mm-hmm. and I mean that sincerely, just mm-hmm. these four. Yeah, unfortunately, and and mostly Chad and Chanel, because looking back, I feel like Raven and Jujube just like to Raven. Raven. What about me? What about Raven? What about Raven? I just feel like they didn't make much of an impact on me. Like when we got to the beginning of this episode, I was like, oh yeah, I guess that's who's left. Like. In the challenges, you know, I I feel like the Ravens' looks were more memorable than Chad and Chanel's. Oh, yeah. I think some of my favorite Raven looks have come out of, and I think there's some good ones the next, the last episode as well. Yep. Um, There's there's a lot that I really like about what Raven brought to the runway. Yeah. Um, Jujubee, I mean... Yeah, Juju I just love her as a narrator. I'm just happy to see her. Yeah, yeah. but you're like, just happy she's there. You kind of don't want her to change because that's what you want. You want Juju But when I was first watching All Stars One, I there were people I was rooting for. I was clearly rooting for Latrice, yep. Yara, yep. Juju B. Mm-hmm. I kind of knew Chad was like, like I sensed. It's kind of like season eight. You kind of sense that Bob's gonna win from the first episode. Well, yeah, we just came off season four, so it's mm-hmm. like okay, you know, right, Latrice, right, exactly, Chad, right. Um, 
So, but yeah, into season and then All Stars two came and just like, yeah, m- made up for everything. Yeah. So, uh, you know, as we move on to All Stars three, which we'll talk with the Squirrel Friends, it's like, well, where do we go? Right. Right. Where do we go? I mean, I think that's a that's a good question. They're probably going to heighten the runways. Mm-hmm. They're going to heighten the challenges. Yeah. But I think, you know, to your point before about like, oh, having like a geek chic runway. Oh, geek chic. I wonder how much because <clears throat> it feels to me that Drag Race is is listening more to its fandom and is, is responding to. You think so? I think so. I think it has to. I think that this is a very temperamental fandom. And if you do things they love, then they praise you and if you do things they don't like then they just lose their fucking shit i would love it then if on all stars three there was a lip syncing challenge where they had to lip sync with masks on i guess i mean i mean so many people were like i mean valentina shouldn't have gone home that's true i think they need to reference it in some way yeah 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 yeah. um yeah i don't know uh that's a good question is where all stars three will go especially because they're returning queens rewatching season nine just a little side note rewatching season nine Valentina was fucking impeccable. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I that Madonna look was so good. Mm-hmm. I rewatched that. Um, oh, that Madonna look and Jesus. her Miss Columbia. I mean, it was so good. Mm-hmm. I can't believe how young in drag she is. Yeah, and if you rewatch the cheerleading challenge, which is a mess, but now knowing who all the queens are, she really does stand yeah. out. Once you can identify who people are, she really like does so much better than the rest of them. Man, Valentina. Yeah. Yeah. Gone too soon. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Anyway. Um. Uh. We. Uh, we should do some Reddit on Reddit. I mean, I don't really have much this week. I just a couple of things. I, I mean, mean, I I did want to mention that Drag Race Thailand was announced. That's true. There's some really fierce fi- pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, just promo pictures. Yeah. Uh, we also see what the runway looks like. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I think that would be cool to watch. Oh, absolutely. If we can find it yeah. um, and just kind of see what they take and what's there. Yeah. I, uh-huh. Yeah. No, I think uh, it's great. How they edit. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think if we're seeing something like Drag Race Thailand, like it's only a matter of time before you start to see more and more of this. You start to see, you know, Drag Race UK. You start to see Drag Race, um, I don't know, it'd be great to see... Uh, Drag Race France Drag Race Mexico You know what I mean Drag Race Puerto Rico Where it's all Puerto Rican queens yeah. You know what I mean In Puerto Rico I mean I don't yeah. know What it's like right now But um, maybe a little while So um, <laughs> you know It's like get everything Sorted out before We put the makeup on sure, So sure. Um, let's get the water running You know Oh my god um, Seriously Bigger bigger matters at hand Terrible. But it's I think it's uh, It's really cool To kind of see that Okay this is the evolution Of this You know right. um, It's franchising Yeah 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 That so. she's <clears throat> She's gonna retire Soon. Drag race and can just now go on without her. Money. Yeah. It's what Tyra Banks is doing. Mm-hmm. With yeah. Top model. And I'm glad that she's back, by the mm-hmm. way. She's also back. Um, I also wanted to mention very briefly that if any of you marries, I know we're two two weeks late on this, but if any of you haven't seen Courtney Act yeah. talking on Celebrity Big Brother UK um, about trans identity, um, it's uh, really, it's really groundbreaking and really important yeah yeah we are recording this a little ahead of time so i don't know what's going to have to happen to courtney between now and uh when this gets posted i hope she's not caught in the act um yeah no i uh i she she has some really interesting conversations i feel like she's uh 
I'm starting to have new feelings about Courtney Act. She's starting to feel like a bit of a, you know, patron patron mother of All Right Mary now. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, wow. I feel like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's like, oh, yeah, like, these are the conversations we want to see people having, and she's having them. Right. And she's being an adult in the room. Like a Sasha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think it's great. I think this is some of what Courtney does best. I think that she... Um, the the intellectual uh, side that she brings to drag, I think, is Courtney's strength more oh, wow. than more than the singing, more than the performing, more than the illusion. I think it's these conversations that she's having. Uh, you know, it's interesting. I wonder, and I know that this is super biased, and I'm also generalizing, but I also wonder if my cat is so it's reacting to an airplane. An airplane. Um, I wonder if. Uh, if that has to do with Courtney being from Australia and not being a U.S. queen, I don't know. That's a good question. Like, like if people are, are <laughs> if they're like uh, disarmed by her accent. No, what I mean is like her her kind of awareness mm. and her ability to kind of transcend. Uh, I don't know uh, smaller ideas. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily um, from an Australian point of view. I think it's just her i think it's just like what you know what she's learned doing this and kind of straddling this line you know and straddling straddling you know what i mean straddling yeah no shame in that game Mm -mm. stretch first stretch first yeah Mm -hmm. always you don't want to pull anything sometimes you do do, right yeah um sorry marys uh so if you have any thoughts on uh drag race thailand cottony act on um, all stars one um, if you have any Atlantis Morissette references, uh, We're clearly ready for them. Uh, yeah. yeah, if you have any thoughts, even on um, Disney villains and comic book characters, um, you can send us your thoughts at All Right Mary on Twitter or at um, All Right Mary Podcast at gmail.com, or you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com. And of course, if you're keen on more All Right Mary content than you're currently getting, uh, you can check out our Patreon because we, uh, for our Matreons, which are our Patreon Marys, we're doing a bonus episode every week. Yeah. Um, we just did Boys in the Band. And we're about to do a, the requested and uh, per- a perfect choice. Whatever happened to Baby Jane? Whatever happened to Baby Jane? Whatever happened to Baby Jane? I heard she went into a wheelchair. A wheelchair, but y'all, Blanche. <laughs> uh, super excited about that. I um, I think especially while we're in the 60s, talking about boys in the band, let's talk about yeah, some more. Yeah, we did Mommy Dearest. Did yeah. Mommy, yeah. So right. so we're kind of like looking back Flu to look ahead. Flu takes place in the 50s. Right, you know, right, right. We're kind of there. Yeah, we're, we're doing some history this month. Yeah. Um, so if you are keen to get in on that and want to check out our past, all of our past episodes and our future future episodes you can head over to patreon.com backslash all right mary hello um and of course you can always head over to itunes if you're keen on what you're listening to and leave a rating leave a review and let other potential marys out there know that we are a podcast worth their time talent and energy hell yeah we have a very interesting last chance lip sync this week we do yeah um we to be honest with you marys we were discussing it when colin walked in we were discussing what the last chance lip sync was going to be today and we're kind of like i don't know about this natalie portman we just kind of went back and forth and then i was reminded because of uh, a good friend of mine um had introduced me to this song uh I, i i was like oh this this kind of works because yeah. it's uh, it it relates to past episodes of Drag Race, mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna leave this here. It's Demi Lovato's Daddy Issues. Welcome to 2018, Mary. We'll see you next week. <laughs>